0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from The Karen Hunter Show on SiriusXM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We were just key during the break because I have not seen this woman in a month of Sundays because there was a pandemic, of course. But it's been a long time, and since then, her son is in the NBA playing for the Orlando Magic. Her husband's running for mayor. I mean, my goodness, the life of Crystal Anthony, excuse me, Crystal McCrary-McGuire. Let me get all of the names correct. Welcome back to The Karen Hunter Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. I've I've known you so long that I know all of the names since, you know, I've, no, I've known them all. And now, first of all, let's talk about Cole a little bit. I want you to brag on your baby just a little bit because I watched him in North Carolina. And I'm like, okay, he got drafted. Or let, how does that feel?
1: Uh, Karen, thank you for having me, first of all. Uh, second of all, having my child drafted into the NBA first round pick, hey. it was surreal. It was surreal. I still can't quite believe it, right? Because you know I was team mom, you know, do you remember little Ballers? remember my film That's Little right. Ballers traveling around with him, you know t- you know ten kids in a room staying together trying to play in these games and have their dreams come true. and you look up and in the blink of an eye, the greatest um, dream that he had from being you know eight years old has come true. Uh, it's, it's wild. it's a blessing. It's surreal and I still can't quite believe it. I, I really, I still have to like sort of pinch myself.
0: Has he changed, you know, since now he's in that elite league with those, with that brotherhood?
1: He has not changed one bit. You know, I'm gonna tell you what has surprised me. I mean, this is one of those fun things. I mean, think this is sort of like one of those Oprah things where you get a little bit of money. I mean, he has a very little bit of money compared to Oprah. I mean, everybody does, but um, he got a little money um, and, and he has discovered that he loves to give gifts. It's so he's like, he said, it fills me with so much joy to give gifts. And I'm looking up, he's giving one teammate a, a watch. And, you know, he's like, s- sent me a picture, a bunch of pictures of designer purses, like which one you want, mom? I was like, honey, whatever you just, I'm not even thinking like this, but he's like, I really enjoy giving gifts. I mean, he's like taking whole communities down in Orlando, shopping for Christmas, Um, he just, he, I, I wasn't, you know, he's always been giving, but I wasn't like expecting that to be one of the things that he has enjoyed, um, second most to being able to live out his dream. So, um, so that's, that's, that's exciting to see that, uh, he's, um, you know, he, he learned a little bit from, from, from mama. No, a lot, a lot
0: (laughs) from Crystal. Definitely. Karen, Uh,
1: can I tell you something else? You mentioned, you mentioned Cole, but my baby girl, Ella. She just graduated from high school and she's going to Harvard in the fall. I did not know that. Okay. I'm very excited about that. Ella's going to Harvard. And oh, I need to connect you with her anyway because she's the writer in the family. She wrote three novels during the pandemic.
0: Okay. She got that honestly. She got that honestly too. You know, she got that honestly. Crystal and I met on the book during, you know, she was out there writing books back in the day, you know, um, doing books with Tanya and, uh, and a host of other things and then producing uh documentaries and out there in the streets doing all of these things and now you are campaigning and your husband was gonna be here today but he's out there on the streets being with people and there's a lot you know this is a, a weird election because there's this whole weighted system a rated system and you have to pick rank your choice yep yeah, yeah ranked cho- I don't even it's confusing but you have to pick your first second and third or first one through five or whatever. And, you know, to win is going to be is like a million people in this race. And, you know, I'm, I'm struggling because Ray is having, to me, a hard time bleeding through the noise. You know, you have a lot. There's a popularity contest. You have somebody that, you know, people know because they voted for him from state to the to the biggest borough, the big fifth largest city in the country. I'm talking about Brooklyn. You have somebody that's on television all the time on MSNBC. You have somebody that ran for president, you know, uh and and then Ray just quietly has done a lot of things, but it's not he's not a household name. How frustrating is that? Because you know what he can do. Right. You know, you touched upon all
1: the points uh about, you know, a Ray McGuire. Let me just set this up. So To put it in perspective, Ray was not even on social media before he started running for office. So he didn't even get on social media until October of 2020 when he announced his plan to run for mayor, right? So you know the environment that we're living in. I mean, it's so much of it is driven by name ID, Q ratings, popularity contest. And when you're running for public office, so much of it is about a political cabal, you got these political tribes that are in place where somebody owes somebody this, somebody owes somebody that. They've promised them, you know, you support me, you endorse me, you're gonna, you gonna get to be chancellor, you're gonna be get to be this commissioner. So Ray enters this space of New York City politics where the city has gone bankrupt, where in New York City you got 35 plus percent black and brown people, but yet with respect to New York City contracts, less than 3% of New York City contracts have gone to black and brown businesses right, so we look at a place like New York somebody coming from the perspective of somebody like Ray, who has been a private public citizen is what I like to call it for the past 35 plus years, he was you know raised in the church of faith, but I mean of true faith, not just going to to church on Sunday, but he was raised be known by my deeds, not by my words. So to break it down a little bit about what Ray has been doing for the past 35 plus years, he has been building schools, building hospitals, been on New York public library boards, making sure that the broadband deserts throughout New York city, that those kids got Wi-Fi during the pandemic making sure that churches and independent contractors and small business owners got the expedited applications for the PPP loans when they first came out, let them even know that they had this access to capital. He has been supporting from the, the, the smallest restaurant owner up in, say, not that she's so small, but he was the first Black investor over 20 years to invest in Melba's when nobody would invest in Melba's up in Harlem. He was, you know, so you have it on the micro and you have it on the macro and everything in between. Um, and I can and, go and
0: on and- No, but I was just gonna say, and that Citigroup report, he was the one that commissioned it that showed that racism has cost the United States sixteen trillion dollars. He put that out. He was the one that that got behind that coming out. You know, so it's again, you know, it's a quiet move, you know, but it's so impactful. Because perspective is everything. So I'm just, you know, I'm struggling because Crystal, I, you know, I look at all of the commercials cause I live in Jersey, so I get them all. And I'm like, "Bruh's gonna have a hard time fighting through the noise because unfortunately people are, you know enamored by what they see, not by what's being done. So, right,
1: yeah, no. So first of all, back to that report for a second. Thank you for bringing that report up. Th- that's right. What, what that touches upon is a part of the heart of Ray's um, message that, yes, we as a people absolutely need social justice. That is critically important in, a, in an array of ways. Um, but what he fundamentally understands is that we as a people are not going to get any social justice until we have economic justice. The two are inextricably linked, right? So that is at the heart of so much of the work that he has done. That's at the heart of um, a big part of um, policing. Like, think about this for one second. I don't know if you've ever had the brother Philip Atiba Goff on your show. Of course, you know, Phil Goff, right, Right. that's right. But, you know, one of the studies that he had done recently, I mean, he's done so many amazing studies. He did the Essence of Innocence study, you know, where police participated across the country and found out that they were aging up Black boys by three to, I mean, by four to five years on average, right? So they were adultifying them. Um, But he also did something that I thought was really interesting within the last year and a half that I think speaks to this moment that we're in, where he got about 100 police abolitionists and a 100 police commissioners together in one room for three days to hash it out. How are we gonna hash out by our divergent interests? And after three days together, you know what they, that that he discovered, one of his key findings was that the commissioners, police commissioners across the country country and the police abolitionists actually wanted 90% of the same outcome. It's just, how do we get to it? And guess what? It was rooted in lack of resources. Police were getting called into communities to deal with stuff that they weren't equipped to deal with. They're not mental health care workers. <laughs> you know. And then you wrap that into the cultural issues of police that have various implicit bias problems as it relates to Black, Brown, and under-resourced communities. And then you had Black, Brown, and under-resourced communities who were calling the police so much when they didn't want to, but they were so resource-deprived. And so I just I bring that up, um, that the way Ray enters this race, he's entering it from the perspective of a solution oriented, unification oriented um, perspective. And so what we're hearing, to your point about how do we break through the noise? Let me talk to you about a few numbers. You know, Bill de Blasio won in 2013 essentially the New York City Democratic primary is the election, right? He won with approximately 283,000 votes. 283,000 votes out of, call it, you know, eight million people, at least four million registered voters, right? And only 283,000 votes got us him, right? So what we're hearing on the ground, we have the most amazing ground team, field team, that know where the votes come from, with surgical precision. You know how how people actually suppress votes with surgical precision? We know where the votes are coming from and where the rave voters are coming from. And those aren't the people that are actually getting polls, polled. You have the largest number of black and brown voters in Southeast Queens, over 400,000. Just dealing with that number. He got endorsed by Congressman Greg Meeks. He got endorsed by Senator Leroy Comrie, also out of Queens. And he also got endorsed by Assemblywoman Queen Mother Vivian E. Cook, they hold that area down. And that's without even me factoring in Harlem. Ray, Ray out-fundraised in Harlem. All of the other candidates combined, th- that directly relates to votes. That's a prime voting area. And so all these polls that you know people are hearing like, oh, so-and-so's ahead, so-and-so's ahead, those polls are what we call super mushy. And a very small group that's really being driven by name
0: ID. Yeah. I mean, and Eric Garner's mother uh yes, backslapped right. she backslapped uh Eric Adams and she's endorsing Ray as well. Uh that is uh Eric Garner, who was killed in Staten Island, choked to death by police. Um Drew, Drew, you you also uh you know you know Ray McGuire.
1: Yeah, um listen, I I, I love I love what what Ray is, what Ray stands for, and um, you know, as a as a Harlemite slash Atlantan, uh, I, I love it. I, I want to make sure, though, Crystal, that he breaks through with with the folks that just see him as a businessman. And I, when I hear him talk, I hear him saying, "Roles change, but missions don't." I'm talk, I'm here for economic outcomes. Talk to the people that need to. That kind of see this brother one way, as this executive getting into politics, right? No, that's that's a that's a great uh, point, Drew. And um, he has been that is that has been one of the um, challenges in this Zoom world we've been living in because we've been in a pandemic, <laughs> and so actually getting out into the communities where people can see you and shake your hand and look you directly in the eye and hear from him to that specific point when he has been getting out in the communities, which now, I mean, since the restrictions have been loosened up, notwithstanding, I know, uh, Karen, you're not necessarily going out with these people without masks, but as the, um, Ray has been getting out in the streets. And it's interesting, he has a 60% conversion rate. Meaning, when he gets out into these communities and Bed-Stuy, Canarsie, Jamaica, South Bronx, uh, all over the city, you know, of course, he has a certain constituency in Manhattan, um, Staten Island, where Mother Gwen Carr is from. Um, people who meet him and talk to him and hear about his plan and see that this is a man who actually has vision, leadership, and most importantly, the skill set and the integrity. He's having a 60% conversion rate with voters. They're looking him in the eye. People, they might've had somebody else they were voting for.
0: We have 30 seconds. Where could people go to support?
1: Rayformayor.com. Rayformayor.com. You can follow- The number four or F-O-R? Thank you, Karen. R-A-Y-F-O-R. Mayor, RayForMayor.com.
0: Thank you, Queen. I, I appreciate you. you. I love you, know, you. We'll talk. We'll talk. Crystal mccrary mcguire Ray Maguire, ray for Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.